This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Chapel International, a united denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Welcome to the Life Preaching Message, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to teach and preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. Father, we thank you. Thank you for this afternoon, or this late morning, that we have another opportunity to hear your word. Lord, we come before you as God of our lives. We look up to you to give us that which we need. Give to our flesh what it needs. But, oh Lord, give abundantly to our spirit that we may grow and become children, sons and daughters of your kingdom. Thank you for your mercy that has delivered us from the wickedness that lies in this world. Thank you for every broken yoke of the enemy from our lives. Thank you for setting us free from the wickedness, from the curses which abounds in this world through the blood of Jesus. We are grateful and therefore we come to hear more of you, to learn of your ways. Give us a heart that understands. Give us a heart that reverences you, fears you as God, respects you as God. And above all, give us an obedient spirit, we pray. In Jesus' name. Let every need that stands here in a person be answered, be met by the power of your Holy Spirit. Wipe tears that we may not know about, but you alone know. Wipe them away. Wipe them away, I pray. And cause every heart to know that with you all things are possible thank you holy spirit in jesus name amen, amen. please be seated you can see that december is upon us very heavily you know i never knew that december is a winding it's almost like is a month that does not exist on the calendar until I came to South Africa. Because in other parts of Africa, December is just one of the months. And in fact, activities in December are more. But in South Africa, I don't know whether it's a Sadek thing. How about Zim? It's a here thing. Okay. Well, whatever it is, we are not intending to change it. But we want to do the best of it. Amen. So as you are winding down to go on holidays, we also want to make you aware that Satan is not on holidays. As a Satan is not on holidays. He gets active 
when the world slows down for him. So we would also be keeping you on your toes spiritually by using the virtual world to have contacts, prayer times. We're going to have intensify our Tuesday morning prayers from 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. And you can't tell me you are going to work. Especially in December, because you're on leave. Even if you wanted to go to work, your boss says, don't come. So we'll have 4 a.m. prayer meetings and also teaching in between the prayers. And then on Fridays also, we're going to have the same meeting, 4 a.m., prayer teaching meetings. And then in some of the midweek nights, we would also have open Bible discussions. You get it. And it's particularly for the month of December so that we can be kept alive spiritually. Amen. Good. Well, this morning, I just want to share with you some few important truths that I believe you need to hear, that I believe you need to know. Amen. And that is the fact that your relationship with Jesus Christ, in other words, when you accept Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, it brings into your life a new dimension of you that was dead, that was disconnected from God, and that is your spirit. Your spirit. I said your spirit. When you are born again, a new dimension of God arises in you, which is your spirit. Now, why it is important for you to know about this is what I will bring it, I will bring up as we go along in the preaching. But one of the major things is to take care of that new dimension of your life. You see, up until now, before we met Christ, the dimension of our lives that we know is our flesh that we all see, isn't it? And we take good care of it, hopefully. Some of us don't. Some of us don't exercise it to make it strong. Some of us eat inappropriately to weaken it. Do you get it? And do all sorts of things that is not taking good care of it, but we know it exists. We are very conscious that our body is the flesh. We can see it with our eyes. And even sometimes we can see minute details, especially our ladies, when they go to the mirror and they are always asking for good light. They need a good light so that they can see the details of even a spot to wipe away in the mirror. That is a beautiful thing. That is a beautiful thing to look 
at yourself in the mirror and see all the places that need attention and to give it attention. Hallelujah. So that is a flesh that we are used to now. We are also used to an aspect of us that the Bible describes as our soul, which is made up of our will, what I want to do. And you discover that we don't grow to have a will. We have a will even when we are born as children. Because babies tell you what they want, not what you want to give them. Some babies tell you when to pick them up. And if they don't want to lie down, when you lay them down, no matter what they have eaten and whatever it is, they call your attention that it is not my intention to lie down. Which of you were like that? Your mother told you. Because me, I'll tell my, my first daughter was like that. So I always tell her that you... It is you who made us delay in having a second child. <laughs> because it's like, if this is what it means to have a child, then let's wait a bit. <laughs> because she will not allow you to put her down. She will not allow you to put her down. It's not like when she grew up as a baby. She will breastfeed and everything. She's full. But when, once you put her down, she's awake. And she's not awake lying down. She's awake crying that you must pick her. Once you pick her, she's fine. So for most part of our lives, we spent always carrying her. And I said, ah, this thing is not a good idea. It's not a good, if this is what it means, it's not a good idea. So we waited a while. And in fact, by the time we realized we have waited for almost four years, before the next one came. You get it? So what I'm trying to say is that you are born with the will. You are born with the will of what you want, not what you are giving. You are born with emotions of what makes you happy, what makes you sad. Are you with me? And you are born with the mind. The ability to think, to reason. We are aware of it. And we have lived with this too for a long time. Depending on how long it took us to know Jesus, we know of our mind. Sorry, we know of our, our physical bodies and we know of our mind. And up until we meet Jesus, we have been running our lives based on these two. The interaction of these two. That's how we've governed our, our life. Our minds inform us that when we do this, it will be good for the body. It will be good for our feelings and everything. And our mind actually is the central part of us. As a person, you are your mind. So that, let me just say this here, that you are born again does not mean put your mind on ice. No. Because sometimes the feeling is that when people are born again, they want to put their mind on ice and stop to think. 
please, that is not being born again. In fact, in fact, when you are born again, your mind is supposed to work better. It's not supposed to go off. It's supposed to work better. You see, when you read Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1, the Bible says that, and they shall write, they shall arise out of the ground a root of Jesse, or a stem, a stem of Jesse. A branch shall grow out of his roots. And what would happen to this branch? It's, it's actually, you see, the Bible is quite a little bit of poetry, I mean the language I didn't like this literature I don't know, they call it English English literature if there's anything that I would, if they ask me when they make me education minister anything that I should take away from the curriculum is literature literature, look I don't understand it I don't want to understand it I I don't want to know ah, if you are saying something say it plainly, ah what you have to say things in parabolic and poetry and similes and please please look we don't have time just say what you want to say no no i tell you the one subject one subject that i didn't like is you see in ghana it was a subject on its own english literature i say i don't like english but English literature, I hate it. I think my mind, the way it is wired, it doesn't do well with languages. I'm not a linguistic person. You know, I'm not naturally, I'm not, I, I don't, and so it doesn't appeal to me at all. So anyway, they say, and the spirit of the Lord, the spirit, that root, that shall, that branch, that shall come out of the root of Jesse. Do you get it? It's a human being. Verse 1 is describing a human being. That root or that branch would have the spirit of the Lord upon him. And what is the spirit of the Lord? The spirit of wisdom. Wisdom is not for your stomach. It's wisdom for your stomach. Whatever wisdom is, is not for your stomach. Wisdom is for your mind. So I'm showing you the different components of the Holy Spirit. The different areas that the Holy Spirit will pay attention to. The spirit of wisdom. It has to do with your mind. The spirit of understanding. You don't understand with your, with your teeth. Do you? When you bite on something, then you understand. You don't understand with your teeth. Your teeth is just to bite and crush things. And depending on your, the signal your teeth sends to your brain, your mind interprets it to say that this thing is hard. This thing is soft. Don't chew it. Some of you, 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 when you are drinking water, as if you are chewing nuts. 
He said, the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of wisdom, understanding. The Spirit of counsel. It still has to do with your mind. And the Spirit of counsel is the Spirit of advice. The Spirit of might. That has to do with strength. Which is your inner man. The spirit of knowledge. Again, the mind. Are you with me? And even the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Do you get it? with, With your reasoning, you give respect to God. So what I'm trying to point out to you here. This is just by the way. It's not part of the message. That as a Christian don't put your mind on eyes please and say it is christianity it is not in fact the holy spirit is to improve the mind it's actually to improve the mind because the spirit of knowledge will give you more information. The spirit of understanding will make you understand things better. Because there are many things that happen before our eyes, but we don't understand what, what is happening. Are, are you with me? So please, as a Christian, tell somebody by you, please, I'm here. A pastor said it, and I heard it, and I'm telling you, that as a Christian, your mind must work. Did you tell him? Or did you tell her? You didn't hear? Please tell them, tell them, tell them that, listen, I'm telling you, I'm a witness, I'm a witness that pastor said, your mind must work. And you must always apply your mind to situations. Don't just operate by your emotions. This one is not part of the message. It's just something that I feel. Are you with me? Don't operate by your emotions. Don't operate by your emotions. Your emotions are part of you, but they are not supposed to lead you. Because sometimes we are heavily governed by our emotions. But you see, your emotions are very subject to change depending on your thoughts. So if I can make you think in a certain way, you'll be happy. But that I am making you think in a certain way or have a certain idea doesn't mean that it is true. You see, your mind has the power to analyze and elicit contradictions and make you question things. And when you start questioning things, lies are exposed yeah most of us don't one of the commonest things one, one of my pastors came to me or actually he didn't come to me but he had a problem 
And the problem is this. He went to take money about almost, for, I mean, a good amount of money. I won't mention the amount. I almost mentioned it, but I won't mention it. <laughs> now, and he said somebody had promised him that, or somebody had said, there's a business where they export chicken to DRC. Chicken to DRC. And the yield is 30%. In other words, when you give 400,000 and then the chicken is bought and exported, you get 30% of it as profit. That is about 150,000 as profit. Then I said, listen, I said to the pastor, I'm not a businessman, but I said, listen, there's no business that gives you 30%. There's no business. So this money, you are not going to get it. And he never got it after today. Why should you? And you have gone to school. School is to teach you how to exercise your mind. You see, school, what school does, schooling is a training of the mind. How to exercise it. It may take a field and use it to train you how to think in that field. But it doesn't mean that is the only field you are supposed to stay in. It just teaches you, the field was used to teach you how to think. But if you can take the same thinking, it will operate in almost all other fields. So please, if you are a Christian and you refuse to think, I'm sorry, no amount of prayers would overcome your problem when you refuse to think. Because they say the spirit would give him the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of, please, and the Bible says that. Because of this, next verse, please. And, and whatever it is shall make him of quick understanding in the, and he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of the ears. So in other words, there's a spiritual, there will be a spiritual dimension. So it's, as you are talking to him, he's not evaluating only what you are saying, but he's evaluating beyond what you are saying. But I can tell you something, I can tell you something. As a person who thinks and does good analysis, if you analyze, you know that this thing, this is where it's going to go. And, and I tell you, in 90% of the cases, it will go there. That's why older people are able to tell you things. And say, but how do you know? You have not been with him. He doesn't have to be with him. He saw some things. And the presence of those things has more meaning than you can, uh, you can understand. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I sat with a person, a lady, in the presence of a guy that wants to marry her. And I told her, in the presence of the guy, and they are both in the church, I told her, that if I were you, I would not marry this guy. And, and then I gave him 
I gave her the reasons that this person, this person has a problem with his father. Number one. This person has a problem with somebody that helped him to go and talk to the father to agree on the marriage. This person has also done other things. So I said, I said to her, if I were you, I, you see, you know sometimes people say things, but they say it in the absence of the other party. Now, to, to say it in the presence of the other person, and both of you are church members, it's like, I'm so sure of what I'm saying. That even if he's offended, I don't care. And I love you so much that I'll hold nothing back from you. Oh, yeah. and, and she went ahead and married him. And later discovered, whilst they were at the honeymoon, he was busy sending a text to somebody that he's misbehaving with that don't worry, I'll make it up for you. Anyway, anyway, please, let's, let's be in church. Now, what I'm trying to say to you is that if you don't put your mind on ice and you question things properly, not in a biased way, that why would a business give me 30 percent and you will come and tell me <laughs> even my own biological brother may not tell me how much more you a stranger that i have not my mother has not met you anywhere my father has not met you in a, i've not met you i've just met you here and you are telling me that this business will give me 30 percent unless you are not a human being maybe you're an angel that if you're a human being like me, you will not give me that information. The least you could do is to ask me to borrow you money. But to give me the 30% option, no. You borrow my money, use it, get your profit, and just pay it back and give me some 5%. That's, that's, that's the least you can do. But you see, most of us, we are Christians, but we put our minds on ice. From today, I see your mind actively working. Amen. I see you analyzing situation. Amen. I see you reading into things. Amen. Amen. Good. So listen, when you are born again, this is what happens to you. You have operated your life based on these two parameters or these two components of you. Your flesh, how it feels. If it feels good, it must be nice. Some of you ladies have lived by that principle. It feels good. But the feeling is different from what it has to offer. It may feel good, but it may not end well. Are you with me? It feels good, but what is it taking you away from? You are at the time of your education. When you should be studying and reading your books, 
to change your life for good. But because of a feeling, you are abandoning your books. Yeah, the feeling is good. I don't disagree. Bishop, you don't know how it feels. You see, I don't have to know how it feels. Just judging by the way you are responding, I can know that it feels good. And it feels nice. It feels undescribable. Do you get it? My question I'm asking you is, what is the cost? Are you willing to pay for a five minutes feeling, a one year feeling with the rest of your life? No, that's, that's the question I'm asking you. I'm not arguing about the feeling. I'm talking about the cost. That at the season of your life where you are, when you are supposed to study, to change your life for good, are you with me? A feeling that may be for one year, let's assume, but most of the time, it doesn't even last for one year. Because a feeling is nice as long as it's new. If it felt that nice for one year, most of us will stay at one place for a long time. So that feeling is good for a season. But what is the price? Is the price you are paying also for a season? You see, I cannot lie to you that as a person who is not born again with the limited knowledge that I had, look, some things felt nice. Oh, come on. I mean, when you are with your friends and you are drinking and you are happy, you are laughing and things, and then if you are also the type that can get girls here and there, I mean, watching the girl wriggle and, you know, collapsing before you. I mean, you, you feel that, like, yeah, I'm the man. Brothers. No, no, the brothers are trying to behave well, like what I'm saying, they don't understand. It's a feeling you feel when you feel a That one, get Do you get it? But you see, at that time of my life, it is time to study. Because here was I, staying in one room with five or five of us plus my mother, staying in one room. And food was a problem. But God has given me a mind that can understand mathematics, can understand physics can understand chemistry and make me get a, 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 a is the best symbol of seven in all three. This is the mind that I, God had given you. The intelligence that has been given me is this. And that was going to make me to be admitted in a medical school without having to pay a bribe. Are you with me? But you see, what was challenging me was that feeling of ish. That's why, that's why, that's why. I tell you, so it's not an easy feeling, though. I don't know about you, you are trying to pretend. But I'm not going to, listen, I'm not going to pretend because you are pretending. I will not follow you. I will not follow you. I will tell you what I was like. 
It's a feeling. It's a feeling. Yeah. Are there young men here who understand what I'm talking about? I said, are there young men here who understand? The old men don't understand what I'm talking about. But listen, listen, you can't follow it. That's the thing, you can't follow it. Follow your mind that there is a life ahead of you. There is a price you have to pay to walk into that life. I'm always grateful that by the grace of God, I didn't follow the feelings. Because I had friends who were more intelligent than myself who followed that feeling. And their life, I was being told recently about one of them, that he was sick, lying home, and there was nobody to take him to a hospital. It was his old friend who checked on him. His old friend who was also sick, who checked on him and realized from his voice that he was not looking good and told another friend to go to his house. They took him to hospital, but he didn't make it. Now, this guy that I'm talking about is a very handsome guy. The women like him. Hey, I tell you, even there was one girl I was trying to get. One day, I came to find him eating the girl. No, it's not beating to it. He knew I was going there and he knew I was there. Just that I didn't have wraps. Do you get it? So it was proving tough. But at least he should have left me to struggle with it. Because you see, when you take it and you eat it, I can't get it again. And meanwhile, but you see, this guy that I'm talking about, if I'm a doctor, he could have been something else. Because in secondary school, they were the ones who got 10 over 10 out of class assignment. They understood everything. We were the ones we were getting for over thing. <laughs> you get it? But he followed the feeling. It felt good to be having five girlfriends, four girlfriends, and playing them around. It felt good to be going to the nightclub and the feeling that you are the girl's man. But you see, not long after, he had nothing. Said that, why would somebody, who, my classmate, why should you live alone? Somebody who girls will like anytime. Why should you live alone? Why should you live alone? That, that's the question. It felt good. But the price was too much. I said the price was too much. Because once you are working, and you have a certain lifestyle, you have a family. And there's no way your children or your family will not be in the house. 
Of course, there are situations where even you can be okay, but still alone because of maybe other problems. But this one, it came about because at a stage, he had no work. In those times, he was connection. It's like you buy, there was uh, prices where things were not available. So like you buy a cigarette, they, they smuggle it from one country, they smuggle it from Togo, you buy it, and then you go and sell it at a higher price, you make profit. Petrol, you make connection, you go and buy the petrol and you go and f- refill another tank. And uh, some of our countries, some of you know what I'm talking about. South Africans don't know what I'm talking about. They are only crying about ESCOM. <laughs> but other people have gone past ESCOM. Where ordinary goods are not available. And it became like business. And those were the things he was doing. And he, was, he was having money. And using the money to follow girls. But at the end of the day, the price was too much. I hope you understand what I'm saying. But you see, it's because he didn't use his mind to ask himself, what is the cost of what I'm doing? Please be seated. Yeah. So I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. Sometimes, even as married people, you may be offended by your wife and start to throw wild tantrums. Or you may be offended by your husband. Ask yourself, what is the cost of the decision I'm about to take based on how I feel? No, 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 no. Your mind must always work. Your feelings are subject to your thoughts. So you must be governed at least by your thoughts, not your feelings. I hope you understand what I'm saying. So you see, this is what we are governed by, mainly. Now, the point of this message, which I'm closing now, is that when we come to Christ, when we encounter Christ, we receive from God his spirit. It is ours, but it is his. Because the spirit that we receive is the work of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. So we receive from God His Spirit. For what? So that He can elevate us from the realm of being controlled by our flesh and our soul to the realm of being controlled by Him. And let me say something to you. Your life is a reflection of who controlled it. Your life is a reflection of who controlled it. You can be sure of a good life when God is a controller. The evidence of it is you, that you are existing. Because if God was an erratic controller, you would have been dead long ago. Because there are many things you have done that has offended him. You have many things that you have done that is not according to his ways. 
but he doesn't react erratic. He reacts or acts in love. And so you can be sure that his control of you is the best thing that can happen to your life. Satan will tell you that you can control yourself better, knowing very well that when you take the option of wanting to control yourself, he will control you. I said, Satan will tell you that you can control yourself better, knowing that when you take the option of controlling yourself, in other words, managing yourself, he will manage you. But God managing you, I promise you, you'll be well managed. That is why, as a Christian, the greatest mistake, the greatest neglect, the, the greatest sadness that can occur in your life is when you neglect your spirit. You see, a baby, a child born as a baby, is everything. A child born as a baby is everything. He came with whatever he needed. Whatever is needed for that child's life is fully, the baby arrived with it. Whether it will manifest or not depends on the baby growing. Yes. In the baby is a wife. In the baby is a husband. In the baby is a good father. In the baby is a sweet mother. In the baby is a solver of problems of humanity. It's a, in the baby is an inventor of how to do things nicer. In the same baby, everybody was born a baby. Everybody was born a baby. But in that baby is a world-changing invention. But the baby has to grow. So also spiritually, when you are born again, unless you grow, your spirit grows, the goodness of God, the supernatural help of God cannot arrive to you. That is all I want to say to you. Therefore, if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then I want you to start taking care of your spirit. The things that takes care of your spirit are your Bible reading life, your Christian book reading life, your preaching listening life, your prayer life, and your exercising whatever you learn. In other words, you're working in whatever you learn. That is how your spirit grows. And as your spirit grows, you will begin to hear more from God because God speaks to us by his spirit to our spirit. Let us read 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Verse, we can start from verse 9. I'm going to verse 14, but I'm starting from verse 9, and I'm closing. When I go back to the stage, it means I'm closing. Okay. It says, but as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard. Please, write it in English so that we want to close. But as it is written, this is what the scripture means when they say, no eye has seen, 
nor ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. But it was to us that God revealed these things by his word. So you understand how God talks to us. For his spirit searcheth out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. No one can know a person's thought except that person's own spirit. Is it true or false? Because the night the boy was with you and telling you all the sweet things, that was the night when he decided to break up with you. And you are with him enjoying him illegally not knowing he has decided that this visit is the last visit how would you know you can't know it because his thoughts are kept away from you say no one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit and no one can know God's thought except God's own spirit. And we have received God's spirit. That's the Holy Spirit. Not the well spirit. Why? So we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. The next verse. When we tell you these things, we do not use words that come from human wisdom. Instead, we speak words given to us by the Spirit, using the Spirit's words to explain spiritual truth. But people who aren't spiritual can't receive this truth from God's Spirit. It sounds all foolish to them, and they can't understand it. For only those who are spiritual can understand what the Spirit means. This is where I want to end. So there is, this is the case for the growth of your spirit. I said this is the case for the growth of your spirit. May you put in every effort that must come from you to ensure the growth of your spirit. Don't, don't see church as a, a register marking place for your conscience. Church is supposed to help you to grow in reading your Bible. Church is supposed to give you an opportunity to exercise what you learn. Church is supposed to create an environment that encourages you to focus on your spirit and not to neglect it. Remember, there's going to be a struggle between your attempt 
to take care of your spirit and continuing in your old way it's not going to be an easy journey but what you can be sure of is that god by his spirit is there to help you let's rise to our feet i want you to talk to god and ask him for help first of all ask him to give you a deep understanding of what you need to do some of you need to rededicate yourself recommit yourself to the relationship that you have with god through jesus christ some of you need to start it and some of us need to press on we have come to a mountain but we have to overcome that mountain in our going forward in the development of our spirit some of us need to spend more time in the word of god some of us need to pray more and some of us need to exercise what we have learned in our lives but wherever you are god knows it and god is our helper so i want you to pray lord help me help me i want to go deeper but i want my spirit to grow because without the maturity of my spirit i cannot get deeper in my relationship with you lord thank you for my flesh but so far it has not led me to pleasant places i thank you for my emotions i'm grateful that you made me an emotional being but lord on many fronts my emotions have not led me to a place that i wish for an enemy has used my emotions to deceive me and caused me to lose so much more than i'm willing to but today as i have heard your word you have given me your spirit so that you can communicate with me so that you can guide me by your power so that you can guide me by your wisdom you can guide me by your understanding lord give me the wisdom to take care of that which is yours in me lift up your voice and begin to pray thank you holy spirit amen 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 hallelujah thank you holy spirit amen 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 Oh, lift up your voice and pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 Holy Spirit, we ask your help. Amen. Touch. 
us in a special way. Help us to understand that whatever we need is being provided for by God. But we have to take the initiative to activate it by paying attention to what is important for the activation of your goodness. I wanted to talk to God. Amen. Don't be afraid to talk to God. He's a God who hears us. And he's a God who answers prayers. And I promise you he would answer this prayer. Because you are asking him for help. He is our helper. He will help you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you this afternoon for your grace that has found us. We are grateful. Lord, we could have been somewhere else and would not have heard what we have heard today. But in your own special way, you have ordered our steps. To the right place to hear what we need to hear and surely it is for a purpose lord we thank you that this word shall be protected in our hearts it shall be protected from the works of the enemy and this word shall bring forth much fruit to your glory thank you that we are neglecting not our spirit but giving it all the attention it deserves for by our spirit you speak to us and give us deeper understanding by our spirit you guide us onto the path of righteousness by our spirit you deliver us from the works of evil lord we thank you as we set in our hearts to sharpen our spirits to grow our spirits by doing the things we need to do lord let each step work let each step yield favorable fruits as a way of encouraging us we give you praise we give you the adoration in jesus name as every head is bowed and every eye closed you want to say pastor pastor i want to believe in jesus christ as my lord and savior I want to believe in him as a son of God. I want to have a relationship with God through the chosen way, Jesus. Lift up your hand. Let me pray with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift it up high, wherever you are. I'll just pray with you standing there. I'll not call you to come to the front. I need just to know so that I can pray with you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift it up high. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. Lift it up high. Is there any hand that is lifted up? thank you holy spirit let us pray i wanted to lift your right hand if you want me to pray with you this prayer speaker kindly lift up your right hand let me pray with you i don't want to miss anybody and you say pastor i want to pray to god to have a relationship with him through jesus lift up your right hand i want to pray for you thank you 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, for the lifted hand. I pray. Let us pray this prayer together. Heavenly Father, I thank you for my life. And I'm grateful that you have not abandoned me to myself. But you watch over me. You sustain me and gives my life an opportunity to have a relationship with you. Today, I respond to that opportunity and I, I accept the way that you have chosen for me to come to you. This way is in Jesus Christ because he said I am the way he said I am the truth and I am the life therefore I choose to believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord as my Savior as my way to you as the truth about my life and as my life Jesus I receive you as a son of God and I receive you as my savior into my heart from today by the work of your Holy Spirit lead me help me that my spirit will grow so that I will follow you all the days of my life thank you father for this love in Jesus name I pray Amen We believe you've been blessed by this message To stay connected follow our LCI social media platform